Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And uh, we've got a guest on 3.com. Columnist for college football, Jesse Simonton on Twitter, at Jesse R.E. Simonton. Give him a follow. He's got a couple stories up right now at on3.com, including with Chip Kelly eyeing an exit from UCLA, the Bruins made a mistake not firing their head coach, last november and he dives into it. it's a really good read jesse joins us now good morning jesse thanks for hopping on with us this morning i uh i really enjoyed the article and i i want to ask like how did we get to this point where a program doesn't want to coach but the coach is trying to leave the program but can't get a job yet and here you are in february not having any idea what the future holds between the two yeah uh yeah thanks for having me brandon i mean it's UCLA is in a lose-lose situation right now, and, and I think that they, uh, you know, hindsight is always twenty twenty in, in a lot of these situations. But, you know, when that news leaked after UCLA kind of no-showed, had a, had a real terrible performance against Arizona State, all those reports leaked out uh, from some Bruins insiders that they were going to move on from Chip Kelly, that it had been, you know, six seasons. The results simply hadn't been there uh, with the expectations. He was kind of – clashing with boosters the nil funds were insufficient and then he goes and he really kind of embarrasses lincoln riley that very next week they they have a huge win against usc didn't even matter that they that a lot of, I think a lot of people forget they didn't lose to cal in, in in ugly fashion the very next week but that usc win seemed to save his job um and yet with everything that's kind of materialized after that that we can get into it really looks like they should have pulled the trigger when when they you know uh, were itching to do so back in mid-November. It felt like Jesse for us covering the Pac-12 out here that it, it just felt like that was like in, uh, inevitable to a certain degree that like this had run its course and it hadn't been very successful. Why didn't UCLA do the obvious thing? Well, I think for one, I, I'm not sure that they. I think that they, you know, you have a guy like Dante Moore and he's on your team and you're not really sure how that situation is going to unfold. And so there were ADs this past cycle that were nervous about opening up that whole free transfer window within your roster. Um, I think they also probably felt, hey, look, Chip has, has put together a really strong defensive staff. Uh, with the Anton Lynn, you know, a young guy he brought back, brought from the NFL. What happens? They totally turn around UCLA's defense. They had one, one of the top ten defenses in the country a year ago. Um, and the fact that you're going into the Big Ten 
next season in 2024, uh, yeah, I think there was, I think they were pushed towards maintaining that continuity. Uh, again, then he wins the bowl game, so they go eight and five. Doesn't look quite as bad, but everything that's unfolded since has just been disastrous. You lose Lynn to USC, Moore goes to the transfer portal anyways, and ends up transferring to Oregon. And then the top two guys who absolutely would have been U, uh, UCLA's, you know, main targets, Jed Fish uh, and Jonathan Smith, are now no longer in the Pac-12. Um, and, you know, no longer at their current jobs. Fish is now at Washington, and Jonathan Smith was one of the first coaches hired when he when he left for Michigan State. So this has all culminated into a very, very bad no-win situation, no matter how this plays out. If Chip ends up getting another job, uh, be it with the Seattle Seahawks uh, or something else, um, UCLA is in a really rough spot. And if he stays, they're kind of in a broken marriage where clearly each party – isn't exactly satisfied with the other right now. Now, Jesse Simonton's our guest here, National College Football Columnist for On3.com. He's got some good, uh, good pieces up at On3.com, including this Chip Kelly one uh, that he broke over the weekend. Let me ask you, if, if they don't, if he doesn't get a coveted OC gig in the NFL, I don't even know what's available. I have to go look through it. But if he doesn't leave for the NFL and he stays, is UCLA really going to run this in? Because if they start the season something like 1-5, doesn't that kind of feel like the obvious first coach kind of fired in the Big Ten because neither likes each other? I guess I'm asking, if Chip doesn't find a job, UCLA's really going to try to stick this out for a few weeks into the season? Or is this something where you could see him coaching the entire year? I don't understand, I guess, the strategy of UCLA's side of this. Well, the, the problem with where UCLA is right now is as we sit here on, what is it, February 5th or, or, or so, whatever it is, early February, UCLA, if they were to fire Chip Kelly, let's say tomorrow, you know, that 30-day transfer portal window would then open up for their roster. So how much are you willing to hemorrhage your own team right now uh, heading into what's going to be a very difficult situation in the Big Ten next season? So if they do go in, if Chip does not get a job, which I, I believe the Seattle Seahawks, is one of the only NFL coordinator jobs still open. Now, the Oakland Raiders still have that that opening since Cliff ended up going to – No, they hired Luke uh, Getze. They got Getze from the, the oh, Chicago guy. That. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So I missed that. So one, one uh, situation that could be interesting to monitor is that Chip has been at least somewhat, I think, linked to the Boston College opening. Mm. I don't think that's going to happen because I do think that Chip wants out of college football – um, and that seems to be trending towards Bill O'Brien. But if Bill O'Brien gets hired, what does that mean for Ohio State? I, I, I doubt that that would be an avenue for Chip, but he does have a relationship with Ryan Day. You know, I think Ryan Day played for Chip uh, at New Hampshire. So that, that could be something to potentially monitor. Either way, I don't think that Chip is going to be long-term for UCLA. It would not behoove UCLA to make a move, though, now, because they've been backed into a corner where if you did, you would lose already. You've already lost some of your best players on the roster. Anyways, how much more are you willing to kind of give up there? What was your read on the Big Ten and SEC announcing their advisory joint committee group evaluating the landscape of the future of the sport? What was your read on that? It's a power move by two power players. I mean, it's not a surprise that Tony Batiti and Greg Sankey are looking to kind of um, flex their elbows and, and make moves here. They're, they're both of them, they, the, the two power conferences, my, my colleague Andy Staples has kind of nicknamed them big and rich 
um, that they're, you know, they're, they're, the, they're going to be the power players in the sport. So if this was five years ago, that relationship never would have uh, happened because, you know, it was like ice and uh, oil and water with, with Sankey and Kevin Warren, but Petiti and Sankey have a much better relationship. They are going to, to dictate it and kind of uh, determine what the future of college athletics look like, especially um, because there is this kind of power vacuum right now um, with no commissioner and, and no real, you know, structure or guidelines from the NCAA. Uh, Jesse, I'll get you out of here on this one, man, because good stuff on UCLA, but the college football world is interesting. It's it's evolving, but evolving in a lot of people's ways, not not in the best not in the best direction. Do you think this ultimately leads to a Big Ten SEC break off of just them two, or do you think they're just looking to consolidate most of the money and most of the available spots and whatever expanded playoff they conclude with in a couple years? That that is absolutely a factor. I, I think the biggest thing for these for these schools is is what does the future of college athletics look like in terms of structure, infrastructure, model. And I think that's the the big focus that Petiti and and Sankey have. And I think that would include a lot of those West Coast schools, um, whether it it, whether it is Oregon and Washington and USC and UCLA and and even the Arizona schools that want to participate. Because uh, in this Super League, you know, you you have a league like that that's basically a mini NFL. How many schools are really going to sign up to lose eight nine games a year? Um, So if you kind of maintain what college football has looked like for a long time, but modernize it with, hey, these kids need to be on scholarship, but they need to be on some sort of uh, contract where, you know, the transfer portal isn't running wild. NIL becomes largely a non-factor for the majority of the players, you know, unless you're Caleb Williams. Um, and I think that would help alleviate a lot of the, the, the problems right now in, in college athletics. Have, f- figure out a collective bargaining agreement, admit and acknowledge that this is basically a mini professional league, but you could still maintain the modicum uh, of amateurism by, you know, that these kids are still going to school. They're still doing that, but they're just, you know, contractually played to pay a sport that, that is making all these schools uh, ungodly amounts of money. Yeah, there we go. Good stuff. Jesse Simonton of On3.com, national college football columnist. He's got some pieces up on 3com including this Chip Kelly eyeing an exit from UCLA and how the Bruins made a mistake not firing their head coach last November to get ahead of the hiring cycle and trying to salvage the portal and recruiting classes and whatnot. It's a really good read, and it certainly seems like a very bad marriage. Jesse Simonton on Twitter, at Jesse Reese Simonton. Jesse, thanks for the time this morning. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.